Unfortunately, since it wasn't a toddler and there was no train involved, David did not laugh hysterically. Greetings, listeners, domestic, international, and demonically possessed. I'm Dave Reed. And I'm Kristen Riley. And this is The Rotating Cast Files. Where we watch and discuss those TV shows that were canceled too soon. Today, we are talking about Crazy Head Season 1, Episode 2, A Pine Fresh Scent. It was written by Howard Overman and directed by Al McKay. So in A Pine Fresh Scent... Our little summary is, after accidentally killing Suzanne, Amy and Raquel are forced into burying her in the forest. Upon arriving home, Raquel bumps into a man who once saved her before from demons. This man is her father and also a demon. Callum puts out a squad of demon henchmen to do his work and attack them all. It's kind of spoilery. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't write it. I just pulled it from Netflix, I think. So we open with the girls in a grocery store. We open with the women in a grocery store. They're buying Tango as a cover. And my first thought is, is Tango a British drink or is it a prop drink? Oh, but you didn't look it up? I did not look it up. I just thought I'd ask you. Oh, and you didn't say it out loud, so I couldn't look it up. I'm curious. I was just curious. It was a thought I had. I feel like it's just a British drink. Probably. They're bumming around the grocery store looking for things. Uh, Apparently they can't find any spades, as they call it, because, you know... England. <laughs> yes. So Raquel tries to suggest that they should use serving spoons, which Amy finds ridiculous because at this point, Amy, normal. <laughs> Still normal. I, I see. We're continuing that thread from episode one, I see. All right. Uh, but they decide to go to the clerk and ask, and uh, the clerk finds it very odd that they are buying spades in the middle of the night and decides to accuse them of murder. But he's just kidding. It's true. Okay, so would you be more shocked at... Which part were you more shocked at? Him pinpointing that they're buying spades at night and that's very odd. Or was it more shocking to you that when he asked, did you find everything you needed? They actually said, no, can you help us find a thing? Well, I think they decided to do that. They they knew they had to bear down and push through the social anxiety. (laughs) Have you ever answered, actually, no, when someone's asked if you found everything that you need at the grocery checkout? No, but when I went to the grocery store today, I did have to go to the front desk and ask for a Band-Aid. That is true. Because I was bleeding all over the place. Yep. Weirdo. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) You're right. That's not a normal thing to do. Damn. (laughs) I really liked this guy. He was fun. Because he was definitely teasing them the whole time. Yes. Two spades to the front, please. Two spades to the front. Yes. That was a horrible impression. It was. It was terrible. His name was Pete. He was played by Bill Holland. And he is in another TV series called Suntrap. Oh, well, good for him. Yep. I hope he's good in that too. Me too. But they get their spades. They get their tango. They go out to the car. And we see Suzanne in the trunk dead. So it's like reinforcing... Oh, she really is dead. It's letting... dead, dead. It is letting us know the stakes of the TV show. Right. It's one thing to show her die at the end of the last episode. It's it's another thing to show her still dead Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this episode. So, ooh, we're we're looking at uh, 
people dying in this series. Let you know that right now. Unfortunately, since it wasn't a toddler and there was no train involved, David did not laugh hysterically. No, this was just tragic. A young woman cut down in the prime of her life. She had so many more bungees to jump. Oh, man. But Amy gets mad at Raquel because everything was supposed to be fine and Raquel maintains it was supposed to be fine. I didn't expect her to die, but Amy is not having it and she is blaming Raquel for her death. And I think that's not fair because even if every exorcism results in death, that just means that being possessed by the demon is death. You are dead at that point. Yeah, but you're overthinking it. Way overthinking it. Amy's best friend was possessed by a demon today uh -huh. or yesterday. She met Raquel also yesterday, and now her best friend is dead. Yeah. She's not thinking, oh, you know what? I've watched all of the series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> a million times. I know what demon possession actually is. You know what? It's 2016. When this comes out, she had plenty of time to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She is too young to have In cared. its entirety. She doesn't. Multiple times. She doesn't care. She should. She was born in 1990. Yeah, so she was like seven when that, movie, when that show started. Nobody who was seven years old cares. They should. No, I don't think at seven you should care. Agree to disagree. And then they get to the season with Riley in it, and they're like eight at that point, and they're like, oh my god, this is so boring. It's season four. They're like... 12. They're not watching it in real time. But they're not watching it before it comes out. That's for sure. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Argue with that logic. You make a great point. That's just, it's my opinion. It seems like being possessed by the demon right there is death. Is so, that how you're going to so Raquel act when I get possessed by a demon? You're going to be like, doesn't matter. She's already dead. No, I'll find a way to make exorcisms not lethal. I'll keep you locked in a cage. In a basement for eons. Like that werewolf? <laughs> exactly. That's going to be the thing that we call back to every episode is the werewolf from yeah. which which even movie? Underworld. Under, underworld, what, four or something? <laughs> Probably oh. two. I think it's two. I thought it was three last time. It could be three. I don't remember. Oh, man. Well, we got to have something we call back to. I might as well be that werewolf. Yep. Instead of squeeze. <laughs> the unrelated werewolf. <laughs> At least squeeze. It's not unrelated. Callum was Marcus in those movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of Callum, we go to his office where he's showing off pictures of his bicycle club yep. to a demonic bounty hunter named Mercy. Yes. Oh my gosh. Who is? Fucking love her. <laughs> um, she is Lou Corfield, who is in a ton of TV that I do not recognize, so I'm assuming it's all British, or most of it is. Ten episodes of Clink. <laughs> oh, Clink. Corporal Clink from Hogan's Heroes? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> she looks amazing in all of her pictures. Um, let's see, what else? What else is she in a lot of episodes of? Obviously, Crazy Head. Oh, here we go. Something near and dear to your heart. The Witcher 3. The Witcher. Wild Hunt, oh, Hearts of Stone. That's a video game. Yeah. That's an expansion to that video game. But my goodness, do you talk about The Witcher every single day? Cavill's the man. Doctors. She was in a TV series called Doctors for 143 episodes. So oh, wow. that's probably where y'all know her from. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> Love her. She's great. Possessing a single mother. Yeah. Uh, she's lamenting the fact that single mothers have it rough. There's no support. 
Yeah, she's not like, even in England where they have nationalized healthcare. You would think that would count as some support. I mean, they don't babysit. They don't babysit, but you know, at least you don't go bankrupt if your kid gets sick. You've never been a single mother. It's, I, how it's do you lot, know? It's a lot more. How do you know? It's a lot more than just medical stuff. I'm just saying that's more support than American single mothers. Have. It's more support, but it's not the day-to-day stuff. And I love it. She says, it's relentless. There's no support. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. a good thing. But Callum says something about the future of our kind is at stake. Yeah. Alluding to something a lot bigger and grander than just killing these people. He asks Mercy to take care of the problem. He doesn't really say... He says take care of her, but it's definitely insinuated. Kill her. But by the end of the episode, we know that that's not the way it is. That's not what's going on. Yeah, it's all... It's... It is definitely a lot bigger. You did skip the part in his boys weekend where he actually <laughs> murders somebody else. Well, the guy clipped uh, the tire of one of the bicyclists. It's funny because she's like, oh, getting your hands dirty, huh? He said, I'm not above it. It's good for the soul. I know. It's amazing. So does that mean demons have souls? Must. It must. Do you think they have chicken soup for their souls? Chicken soup for the demon soul? Yeah. Why not? You oh. have to. Honestly. Abyssal chicken soup for the demon soul. Very cute. Honestly, demons have to have souls because demons don't exist outside of Christianity, and that's where souls live. Oh, okay. Do souls live in other? Yes. Okay. Some by different names, but it's the same thing. Okay. The essence of being or whatever. Okay. The spark of humanity. Right. Well, I guess, are demons only from Christianity? I mean, again, it's like different names for a similar thing. Hmm. Look, guys, I grew up in America and uh, was forced to go to Roman Catholic Church. I don't know anything else. (laughs) And I don't know that because they don't make you actually learn anything before they force you to be baptized. They just tell you to stop asking questions and shut up and get in the water. Yeah, but at least you get to just say you're sorry at the end of your life and you get to go to heaven. Right. Yeah. That's nice. Definitely had problems with that. If there's one way to go, I mean, I'd be a say, I'm sorry, I go to heaven. It's sweet. It's a good no, deal. No, it's not. It's such a bad deal. It's a good deal for you. No. You get to go to heaven. Do whatever you want during your life. Oh my God, no. Shouldn't you have to, look, with all of the guilt that comes with Catholicism, shouldn't you have to lead a good life? Well, that's what the guilt is for. You can lead the bad life, but feel bad about it. What if I just leave a mediocre life and feel bad about it? Then you're feeling bad, so that's good. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And then say you're sorry. Like going to church for three years in my adolescence really fucked me up. <laughs> Clearly. Going to church for zero years really gave me clarity. Ugh. I do remember being the most angry about not being able to ask questions. Okay. So meanwhile, Raquel and Amy bury Susanna in the shallowest grave. It's so shallow. If England had large mammals any longer, she'd be unearthed immediately. But I'm not certain what kind of animals will get to the body now. Are there no large... There's no bears? No, they um, blew them up in wars and hunted them to extinction on the island. Holy shit! Yeah. Did not know that. You gotta travel. Wow. Or, you know, read Wikipedia. See, if I'd ever been to England, I still wouldn't know that. I went to a museum in England and was like... What? That's wild. Same thing in Europe. All of Europe has been blown up and hunted. There's some like medium-sized mammals, but they don't have any large 
mammals wow. any longer. Huh. Between, I mean, the wars really tore up all the forests, so yeah. anything that didn't get hunted died of hunger. Yeah, okay. I mean, it makes sense. It's just wild to think about. Yeah. And if anybody's out there who knows specifics about this, by goodness. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> Email me. Tell me everything. This is what I recall from going to the museums and just being like, oh, I really don't have to be afraid of walking around in the forest here because the oldest forests on this continent are 50 years old. Wow. <laughs> Which is wild. And probably not true for the whole continent, but definitely for like England. France. Germany. Those were the... England and France were Poland. the ones that I've spent the most time in, which isn't a ton of time, but the only... No, I've only been to France and England. So only those places. All right. But I'm sure there's been war in other places in Europe. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably more than one. Could be. Like two. At least. <laughs> okay. All right. So while the women are leaving the woods, they hear something rustling. Oh, but before that... Raquel does a eulogy that's kind of a oh, yeah. sometimes bad things happen eulogy. It's not really about Suzanne. And Amy is very annoyed by it, mm -hmm. but doesn't do a eulogy of her own. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Amy, you're starting to veer into not normal territory. So not to bring it super down, but have you attended many scenarios where you've been, where you've heard a eulogy? Uh, Once. How'd the main guy do? Because it's always a main guy. The like, religious guy. The religious guy? Uh, he was annoying as hell. Yep. The people who knew my Uncle Larry did a good job. Yeah. I get so pissed. Get so pissed when the main guy is up there. It's always a guy and he's always the worst. Yes, I agree. Hate it. Wouldn't so, want to date it. <laughs> so Raquel did at least better than that. Yeah. What I'm saying is Amy is in the wrong. It's true, and I wonder if maybe she said something else by... She probably didn't. Who knows? She's getting not normal. Mm. Um, the thing that's rustling is a rabbit, which we find out after Raquel cuts it in half. <laughs> Slices it in half. My accidental note is sound by scary tree. <laughs> Raquel then starts crying, and Amy's pissed about this, too. Raquel is talking about Watership Down, which a high school boyfriend of mine was obsessed obsessed with oh really obsessed not normal all that that's all that i remember i think i read it just you know because you're in high school and you're like i'll read it and we can talk about it don't remember a fucking thing about it remember he was obsessed with it and referenced it often um anyway amy is pissed and drop kicks half the rabbit into the woods oh punts it so, so bad oh that poor bunny so bad now i'm gonna start crying raquel reveals her deepest desire she wants friends that she can hang out with while having glossy hair, clear skin, and smelling extremely good. Good goals. Honestly? Squad goals. Who doesn't want that? Literally nobody. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's everyone's deepest desire. Uh, Raquel and Amy drive away, but the car breaks down. If you recall in the last episode, the fan belt was slipping and it was making lots and lots of it noises. Was, it is now slipped. Yes. Raquel asks Amy if she has any alive but gullible friends. So, naturally, Amy calls Jake. It's brilliant. They <laughs> said, what a goob. And when he arrives, he asks them if they are going to get in or just stand there like a couple of lesbians. If there's two things that lesbians like, it's a pine fresh scent and standing. 
Right. Yeah. We did a quick poll. If I could summon up the stereotypes of lesbians that are <laughs> accurate, pine fresh scent and standing. All right. No sitting involved here. So he comes out and they get in. We do cut to two of Callum's demons sitting outside Raquel's. One of them is Mercy and the other is, is it the red haired guy that I forgot to write down? I just wrote Goon. All right. And Goon. I think that's right. Because I think he doesn't last very long. Uh. Back in the car, Jake asks them what they were doing out in the woods. They are terrible at explaining. Calls out their lies. He does. He is not as gullible as Amy thinks. But he's not not gullible. Uh, (laughs) It just seems like he's okay with being lied to. Yeah. They arrive at Raquel's. Sawyer is there waiting. Amy can see his demon face. Um, Tyler can't. He still doesn't know. He doesn't know who Sawyer is, but has him waiting for Raquel. Uh, They say they have to wee. uh, Raquel specifically says they have to wee, especially Amy, since it's running down her leg into her shoes. So we all have to pause to look at Amy's shoes. Tyler calls. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Amy says they're waterproof. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love how she's learning to yes and Raquel. (laughs) Of all people. Right. It's just going to get go off the rails. So while they're standing there, Tyler suggests that the nail bar that they went to was shit because it looks like they were digging in the dirt. Raquel earlier said Amy needs to think on her feet more. So Amy tries. And when Raquel says, yeah, we were digging for worms in the dirt because Amy likes to fish. <laughs> Amy likes to fish in the river, which they must be talking about the Thames. They must be. And it's pretty gross. It is gross. So Tyler's like, I didn't know they had fish there. Which felt like a weird comment what to be like. What do you catch? <laughs> and she said goldfish, starfish, things with flippers. And, and that <laughs> makes Sawyer spit out his beer. Yeah. It's really funny. It's incredibly funny. <laughs> Her choke on his beer, I yeah. think. He's like. <laughs> he definitely reacted to the things with flippers. They go off to the bathroom and wipe the dirt off their faces and come back. And Raquel tells Amy to get Tyler out of the room. Yes. Bye. And then she does a finger in the other hand motion. Yep. But then really accelerates. (laughs) Yep. You really liked that. (laughs) Uh, The acceleration is what kids starting slow and then going faster. Really fun. And Amy's like, but I just met him. I just, I would like to get to know him first. And Raquel says, do that after. (laughs) So they go back out into the kitchen where Raquel says to Tyler, why don't you show Amy your bedroom? And Tyler says, because that would be incredibly weird. (laughs) But then Amy says, I want to. And Tyler's like, okay. Yep. Tyler is... Easily distracted. So easily distracted. So Amy and Tyler leave. Raquel is pissed at Sawyer. Sawyer tells Raquel she's in trouble. She's unimpressed because she says, yeah, I know. And whose fault is it? And to his credit, Sawyer admits it's his fault. Yeah, he never pushes back on anything she says to him. No. Is Sawyer the best dad ever? (laughs) Is Sawyer the dad? Sawyer's the dad. (laughs) Sawyer's the dad. Sawyer's better than any dad I've met recently. I have no idea of the people that I've met recently, how many of them are dads. So Okay. I don't know how many people I've met recently. Yeah, that's a strange statement. Yeah. Hmm, whatever. Amy and Tyler are in his room. It's odd. And Tyler wants to go get a beer. He's he's like, this is where the magic happens. And by magic, I mean sleeping mostly. And she's like, yeah, you can 
keep a it's so big you could keep a cat or a dog or a Shetland pony in here. You could swing one. Oh, swing, that's right. So they're doing fine. It's great. Yeah. Chemistry through the roof. Oh my gosh. So Raquel is like, okay, well, um, I, get, oh, I want a beer. You want a beer? And she says, no. No, thank you. <laughs> Tyler's going to leave. And Amy could just say that Sawyer and Raquel need some space to talk, but instead she, she grabs could, Dick. She, she could have just said anything. Hey, let's just hang out in here for a few minutes. I know it's weird. I'm sorry, but let's give them some time. But no, she puts her hand on his crotch. Grabs dick. <laughs> and so he grabs her boob, which is, he's like, okay, is this what we're doing? <laughs> okay. He asks if he should kiss her, which is great. Not a surprise kiss. But she says, no, no, no. <laughs> no this, this is, is what I like. This is how I like it. And he tries so hard. Yeah. So the goon squad shows up. And Jake is in his car jamming out to Der Kalmasar. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. Frankie. Frankie goes to Hollywood, relax. Mm -hmm. So he's not noticing anything happening, because who would? Not me. I'd be jamming out too. We go back to the bedroom where Amy starts moaning. <laughs> so Tyler starts moaning too. He is such a good sport. He is trying so hard. Tyler is the protagonist in, of the story in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay this is uh, you know what this is fine i'll go with it it's fine are you, you comfortable okay you, you seem nice i'll go with this yep oh my goodness sawyer and raquel are talking and sawyer's determined to protect you very much this is where she's like well you're the reason i need protecting you jerk he does suggest that she go to the house they used to stay at when she oh, was young. Oh, there's like a cabin in the woods situation. That, yeah. Where they must have vacationed as a, oh, we don't know what they were yet. Right, yeah. So in the audience's mind, it's a romantic thing still. He remembers good times. She remembers bad times. But How, I, is it? Is it, or is it played as romance? It's because it, Tyler thinks it's a boyfriend. I know Tyler Amy does. thinks it's a boyfriend. Mm. So it is kept ambiguous to where the audience can also keep thinking it's a boyfriend i've seen this too this episode too many times that i have no idea if i ever thought it was romantic i did for sure not that it couldn't have been i just cannot remember my initial yeah so the power goes out in the middle of this yes and we know that the goon squad is getting ready to attack right uh there's some fighting uh sawyer tells raquel to stay here tyler and amy are staying put too but they do leave the room they do come out of the bedroom. Yes. When the light, when the lights go out, Tyler leaves the bedroom. Yes. Sawyer goes out and he starts using his telekinesis. He whacks one guy with a fire extinguisher. He just chucks one guy over the railing, which is pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, but they set a trap for him. Yeah. Mercy is laying down in the parking lot, in the car park. Sorry. It might just be an alley. A large alley? An asphalt courtyard. I don't know. It's between buildings. The roof of a story of a different building. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't tell. Couldn't really tell. But she's laid out and there's another demon with a baseball bat hovering over her. And he sort of goes, gets rid of this guy and turns Mercy over. He never saw Army of Darkness. So she grabs him and does a sucky thing on his face, which apparently really incapacitates him because he's done for the rest of the episode yeah whatever she's done to him sucked his soul out of his body whatever it was is it's rough it's, it's, it's effective yes and it's and you know it's out because they show his veins in his neck and the flow is 
indicating yeah. that it's going out, except that's not how that works because those are veins and they go <laughs> up or down to your heart. But we get it. We get it. Something happened. Uh, Raquel did say that some demons have powers that other demons don't have. It's true. This is probably why Mercy found her calling as a bounty hunter. Yep. Demon bounty hunter. Makes sense. Much like an alien bounty hunter. Only different. <laughs> yep. Or a human bounty hunter. <laughs> Only different. Amy is continuing her bad excuses with Tyler. Oh. She's just not good at this. But Tyler, again, is easily distracted. She says, go get in bed. Oh, because Tyler's going to go chase Raquel down. Right, Raquel, Raquel took left. off. Tyler's going to chase after her. Mm -hmm. And Amy says, get in bed, take all your clothes off, and I'll be there for sex. Yeah, she says, we'll flip the switch and fast forward to the jiggy bits. The jiggy bits. Nice. Because I think that's what Raquel said to her Probably. in the bathroom when they were washing their faces. <laughs> so they've gotten Sawyer. They throw him in the back of the van and take off. It's looking real bad. Meanwhile, Tyler is naked and posing in his bed, getting ready. You know what? He's got some good poses. You know what? Yes, but I was also thinking he's got his bed up against the window and there's no blinds or anything. That's true. And I'm wondering how cold it is outside because the air pocket right around that portion of the bed would be really cold if <laughs> yeah. it's cold outside. It is. I is focus it on the real stuff, guys. Is it London? Do they ever say where? I don't at? know. I don't know if it does say. I don't remember. Just some town. Some town in England. Yep. And jolly old. Yep. So, meanwhile, Raquel and Amy jump into Jake's car. He obviously still hasn't been noticing anything. This might be the other song that you mentioned that he's dancing to at this point. No, I think it's still Frankie Coast Hollywood. I think, <laughs> it's, I think that all happened during one song. Oh. It must be like an extended remix. Nice. Fun. He's got the Japanese import. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm jealous. He's like, oh, we're... All back because he had expected Raquel to stay because they were at Raquel's place and um, and Amy to come back. But everybody's back. And Amy says, okay, well, we need you to drive us somewhere. And he's like, where? She's like, I'll tell you where, when, when, <laughs> why, where and when and why. But none of those things also, yeah. basically. <laughs> so he adjusts every mirror in his car. Jake is a safe driver and that is something that I appreciate. But why would they be out of sync? He hasn't left his car. You need to do a pre-trip, a proper pre-trip, every time you get in your car. Okay. Safety first. I see. The professional drivers appreciate it when everybody else is safe. Okay. I guess that's true. So they're they're following a van, the van that Sawyer's in, obviously, but they're not telling Jake that they're following the van, and he points out that they're following the van, and... Amy's still trying to deny it while they're obviously following the van. It's bad. He, he is not as gullible as they think he is. But he also is still doing it. He's okay with being lied to. So wild. They keep following the van. We don't know where anybody's going. He's pushing them on, okay, I know you're lying to me, but we need to really share things because sharing leads to intimacy. Friends share things and sharing leads to intimacy. So what he decides to share is that when he runs out of toilet paper, he uses sliced bread. And then when he runs out of sliced bread, he uses wet ham. And you cannot flush any of that. So what are you doing after? It's just bad. I don't want to know any of that. I don't want to know what he does with any of it. What I do want to know is how long do you know you're out of toilet paper 
before you go get more toilet paper. Apparently an entire loaf of bread's worth. And then into the ham. He says it's like a poor man's wet wipe, but that's way more expensive. They're at least equivalent. No. Uh, wet wipes are expensive. A pound of ham will cost you 15 bucks these days for the good stuff, for the boar's head. And that's like 20 slices. All right. I guess a packet of wipes is like $6. Yeah, for like 100 or 50 Not the man's wipes. I have no idea. I Don't use those, people. They're not flushable. Stop doing it. You're just screwing things up for the workers of the world. Flushable wipes are not flushable. Well, I know that. Yeah. Well, also, everybody should now stop everybody listening meat. knows that. Everybody should also stop eating meat. It's bad for the world. I've cut way down. <laughs> I do multiple vegetarian meals a week now. Good. Well... When Amy says, I didn't want to know that, he says, hey, it ain't always pretty. He's right. It's right. That comment was not pretty. No. They arrive at the skating rink. Apparently, Jake was a phenomenal figure skater until he landed and cracked his wrist. (laughs) I missed that. He has this whole diatribe about how he hasn't been here since... He was a figure skater and all of us have it. And that's when he's like showing them his wrist is weird. Nobody cares, including David. Yeah, because I don't know how I missed all that if it was that long. Oh, yeah. But how does a broken wrist keep you from figure skating? I don't know. All right. I've never been a figure skater. They then watch the demons drag Sawyer out of the back of the van and into the skating rink. And they tell Jake that Raquel is afraid her boyfriend is cheating on her with members of his ice skating team. While Jake waxes poetic about getting fucked on the ice, Amy goes after Raquel, head down, balls out. Raquel says that that's a good look for Amy, but Amy wants to know why she's doing this. She's like, look, I'm here for you. I've decided that I am no longer just a person who works at a bowling alley. I am also a demon hunter. But if I am going to do this, at least tell me why I'm doing this. Basically, what Amy says is she wants Raquel to just just say you and Sawyer are sleeping together. Just say it. Just be real. That's how you know Demon Jizz is cold. Right. But twist, Sawyer is Raquel's dad. He possessed Raquel's dad and jizzed inside her mom, and then she was born. All of this is not language I would actually be using, but it is how these <laughs> Raquel two, puts it. It's how these two speak to, to each other. So Raquel is half demon. Amy is upset that Raquel didn't tell her sooner. And Raquel was like, well, I didn't want to lie to you. And I also didn't want to say, hey, I am the bastard child half demon. And I'm like understandable i get it this whole second half of the combo occurs while raquel is beating a nameless demon to death with her wacky stick it's logan is it logan oh it's not a nameless demon i only know that because of the closed captions ah okay very good meanwhile mercy is spraying symbols on the ice she's in the middle of the ice skating rink that symbol would make a good calf tattoo you should get it (laughs) great (laughs) and um she gets a call from her babysitter About a lost toy, Mr. Snuggles. Mr. Snuggles is missing. Mr. Snuggles is missing. Mr. Snuggles is a toy monkey. I love this juxtaposition because Mercy is spraying demonic signs on the ice. She's got her henchmen and Sawyer is mostly knocked out. And she's like, oh, yes, isn't he always missing? Hate that Mr. Snuggles (laughs) when he does that. I could just rip the stuffing right out of him. Yep. Looking Sawyer dead in the eyes. Yes. And then she says, 
Um, oh, and I, I, it looks like I'm almost done here. I, I'm wrapping up. I should be wrapped up soon. I'll call you when I'm done. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Yes. <laughs> the two henchmen demons are holding on to Sawyer and everybody's like overhearing this conversation. But everybody also knows that you do not speak up when a mother is talking to the babysitter and her child. You got to just let that whole situation get resolved so then you can move on. Great. As they creep up on the scene, Amy asks Raquel if demons like ice skating. Raquel notes that this is a ridiculous question, but Amy counters that she's unfamiliar with demon leisure pursuits. It's true. And honestly, Amy doesn't know anything about demons, so... But here is where she learns that an ice spear, ice knife, ice stake yeah. through the heart will send a demon back to the underworld. Yes. That's I guess we all it's learn this. quicker than an exorcism. Yep. And you don't have to pee on anybody. That's probably what it is because it didn't seem quicker than the exorcism. Yeah. I guess demons just don't want to pee. I wonder if demons do pee. They definitely eat. They eat food. Do they? Suzanne was seen eating in several scenes. Oh, that's right. Regular okay. food. She's eating yeah. peaches. And Sawyer was drinking a beer. Yep. Okay. You would assume that that would create waste product. Right? Yeah. Hmm. They just like to do this. It's bloodier and causes a lot more, not physical damage. No, yeah. Well, physical damage, structural damage. When you destroy buildings, what do cops always- Well, I don't think that was part of what they were doing. <laughs> what do cops always want to protect? Collateral? Oh. Stuff. Uh, yeah, property. Property damage. <laughs> That's it. Well, he does take a big chunk of ice out of the ice. They're going to have to fix that. But I guess a Zamboni could really just deal with the spray paint. Possibly. I think they take the top layer of ice off and smooth it out. I don't buff know, it. Don't know how a Zamboni works. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> now we all know. Mercy requests a shard of ice to pierce Sawyer's heart, asking the red haired henchman, have we looked up his name yet? Because I don't have it. We have not. Okay. She asks him for it rudely, but I suppose it's what you'd expect from demons, question mark. Yeah, I Guess I'm getting old because all of the dick jokes here just were not working for me. Yeah, she's eventually she she settles on a big dick size shard of ice. Shard is a way better word than the nine words I was using when looking for that word. Okay. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yep. Raquel sneaks up on a separate demon who hears her and hits her with a writing penguin. He goes after Amy who bites his nose. Just like the penguin in Batman Returns. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly what, uh, at least my nose isn't gushing blood. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> then Raquel and Amy are dragged onto the ice. Sawyer is upset, but unable to get up to help Raquel, which is who he's been trying to protect. So obviously. That whammy really worked on him. Yeah. Mercy holds the huge icicle. Uh, a demon holds Raquel to watch the impaling as Mercy chants in Latin, reading from her phone like Raquel did for the exorcism, but with better enunciation. Although <laughs> I don't know if it's the right enunciation because nobody speaks Latin. <laughs> All the lights burst and we hear heartbeats. Sawyer says, you should have run. And she says, I couldn't. Yep. Oh, it's touching. It is touching. Mercy stabs Sawyer and Raquel blasts everyone back, but it's too late. Sawyer is impaled with ice and dying. Raquel begs her dad to tell her what to do. He tells her she's special and that he loves her. He tells Raquel not to fight him, him being Callum. He wants her to run and save herself instead. I'm crying. He's dying. It's upsetting. It's 
a touching scene. Oh, yeah. I wrote that Raquel goes full carry in this. Mm. Yeah. I see. Okay. Demons, right? Demons in that too? Well, just Possession? No, just telekinesis. Telekinesis doesn't require demons? I guess not. No. It's, it's all made up, so it can really require or not require anything. For Carrie, it's how her shine worked. <laughs> right. Ugh, what a cop out. <laughs> I, I don't want to explain what this is. <laughs> it's, tel- it's telekinesis. It's magic. It's the shine. Ugh. It's the shining. I know. Then the demon bursts from his mouth in a hazy smoke. Just, just like, like when Suzanne. Su- yep, just like when Suzanne died. Jake, still in the car, sees the demons leaving and yells a stupid slur out his window and they drive off. He's very proud of himself. Jake stays problematic. Mm -hmm. Back on the ice, Raquel cries and tells Amy how Sawyer has been such a good dad, even when she was mean to him. Amy is trying to bond with Raquel, but her lame dad stories aren't quite matching up. (laughs) No. Raquel is very offended by Amy's attempt to identify with her, but... Literally, Suzanne died today. Right. And Raquel was not super... They're they're bad at this part. Yes. For each other. A lot of people are. So they talk about the electricity. Amy asks Raquel if that was her or if it was him, him being Sawyer. And Raquel says, I don't know, I've never done that before. But does explain how growing up, her dad had to be very careful with getting upset Because if he got upset, for example, in the car, he would blow out all of the electronics in the car. So once again, we get to hear about demon jizz and how that's probably (laughs) how Raquel got her electronic powers. It's just a very inconvenient power to have. Yeah. Jake shows up, sees them sitting next to Sawyer's body, which is, once again, impaled on the ice in a spray painted (laughs) circle circle of of, symbol yes that would look good as a calf tattoo (laughs) and he's like um do y'all gotta explain some shit to me now (laughs) right (laughs) we go back to the car and apparently they've told jake about demons during the what would be a commercial break right yeah but since it's netflix we don't have commercial breaks and he drives them back to raquel's place raquel convinces amy to come upstairs or at least into the hallway so they could get their ducks in a row. Yep. Amy goes up with Raquel to the door, not all the way inside, because Tyler's inside expecting sex still. It's been like an hour and a half. And he's <laughs> probably still working on his poses. <laughs> and Amy apologized for blaming Raquel for Susan's death. That's right. Suzanne. Suzanne's death. So she finally caught up to where I was. Good job, her. <laughs> She's starting to get normal again. Great. I'm happy for you, too. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> well, no, I think you took my normalcy away from me, so. I didn't. I wasn't even there. You did at the beginning of this episode. I didn't take it from you. You did, you did it. I just pointed it out. It's, it seems like you took it from me. Your undersight. Oh, I what? <laughs> Instead of oversight. Oh. <laughs> it felt like it was something that you were there for and could have noticed, but you didn't. Either way, I'm sad. That I'm, I'm not normal anymore. Well, maybe you'll heal and be normal again. Maybe. Maybe you won't heal and it'll be a whole other thing we have to deal with. Probably. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. It's on your hand. Oh, that's why I'm not normal. Did you forget why you weren't normal? Yes, I did. Wow. And just was focused on the devastating news that I'm not normal anymore. <laughs> did you take your Band-Aid off? Yeah. Okay, well, then I think you're fine again. Okay. <laughs> But they apologize for thinking each other is weird and crazy. 
and stuff. Oh, they say some awful things to each other. Amy says that she thought, yeah, she thought she, she's sorry that she thought Raquel was a basically a weirdo. And Raquel's like, when did you think I was a weirdo? And Amy's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't say that. Out. Mm. And so then Raquel's like, oh, that's okay. I thought you were a spoon face slut. <laughs> this is something. Spoon face was definitely a part of it. I can't remember what the rest of it was. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> At least they apologized and got all that off their chests. Now it's. Not a secret anymore. <laughs> you can move on. Yikes. And this is where Amy declines to come in because Tyler is in there. Yep. Doing a super pose down. Yep. When we see Tyler, he has actually gotten out of bed and gotten dressed and is wandering around. Yes. <laughs> so Amy goes back to the car with Jake, who says she lacks intimacy. So Amy shares her gross thing. Sometimes she uses a really long toenail to pick her teeth. Super gross. And now... They have both shared gross things, and now we also have to know them. Yeah, I hope they're not trying to put these two together. Me too. That'd be awful. Yeah. Callum and his henchmen find Sawyer at the ice skating rink, and Callum discovers Raquel's powers are coming along nicely, like a grape tomato. <laughs> if what? Yeah. <laughs> Callum asks the guy, we will look up his name later. <laughs> if he's in the next episode, we'll make sure to get him. And he says, was this him or her? meaning Sawyer or Raquel, and it is very clear that it was Raquel, and now everybody knows it. But Callum is not surprised that Raquel has powers. No, because this is the reveal of taking care of her was not killing her. It was getting her to come into her powers yep. by killing Sawyer in front of her. Yep. Good plan. It worked. Clearly, obviously, the bad guy. A what? <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> he's good at being the bad guy. Tyler asks Raquel if Amy came home with her. She didn't. He then asks about Sawyer. And Raquel says they talked and cleared things up. Tyler still doesn't know about the demon dad or really anything. But it was nice that he asked and it was nice that he didn't push because it was obvious Raquel didn't want to go into too much. Yeah. And then he's going to make some dinner. Yeah. What a Ty nice Tyler's brother. Great. What a good guy. Amy is home. And she falls asleep, dreaming of Suzanne eating something. A chunk of mozzarella or tofu. Is That's, it? yeah, it looked like a chunk of cheese to me. Yeah. From the fridge, she's dirty from being buried. Amy wakes up, and believing it was a dream, she goes into the bathroom to brush her teeth. In the mirror, she sees Suzanne. And jumps, of course, because it's a jump scare. And Suzanne <laughs> says, you killed me, you silly bitch. And that's it. End of episode. Yep. Really good. So the stakes of being dead are maybe not entirely dead now. Yep. It'll be interesting to see what happens from here. It will be because what kind of demon is in Suzanne? Well, is it the same one? There is no demon in Suzanne now. So is she exercised? Yeah, she was exercised. Okay. So is she just Suzanne now? That's why. Yeah. We'll mm. find out next episode. And then Sawyer's demon is sent back to hell. Yes. Can you find on the internet how to bring him back? The demon? Uh, bring him back a specific demon in this universe? I don't know. I mean, because you can find pee exorcism. Yeah. If you know the name of a demon in certain lore, you can summon them. It's oh. always a bad idea. You want a circle that they can't escape from. Right. So that, you know, they don't kill you. Because they don't like being summoned. 
No, that's just bothering people. Stop bothering people. Or they like being on this plane of existence and they want to stay. So they don't want to be contained. Because then when you contain them, you can send them back. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either. Literally nobody would like that. Those sound like terrible rules. Right, but these are demons. Uh, We don't need to have consideration for demons. Literally evil incarnate. Too late. Yeah. All right. What lesson did you learn? Always have plenty of toilet paper. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, My lesson that I learned is everyone does weird shit in secret. Some of it's better left unshared. (laughs) Great. (laughs) The Rotating Cast Files is produced by Kristen Riley and Dave Reed. Edited by Dave Reed. Thanks for being here, and if you enjoyed the episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you could go to Apple Podcasts, and please, please, please go rate and review us. Give us five stars. Tell us that we're doing magnificent things. Tell us that we are doing the impossible with podcasting. Wow. We would love you for it. Or even easier, tell people about us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at castfiles. We also auto-post to YouTube, so if that's your streaming service of choice, or if you like closed captions, they are available there. And finally, email us at therotatingcastfiles at gmail.com. 